My name is Mr. KV, and I'd like to welcome you to the second edition of the Great Expectations podcast. You're about to hear from actual eighth grade students as they discuss their reading and reflect on the connections made between their books, their lives, and the world around them. Stay tuned for some awesome book reviews. Hello, guys. My name is Damien, and today I read The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. I read approximately like 20 pages, and I started reading this book today. I'm going to rate this book three, because I'm just not going to lie. Like, it's my opinion. I just don't like these type of books that I can't understand. And they're too, like, they're too, like, I just don't like the extreme dystopian. It's just not my type. The name of the protagonist in this book is Bilbo Baggins. He, she is a hobbit, which is a small person with hairy feet. And a character in a dystopian novel that is pretty short. In today's reading... I read about Bilbo smoking a pipe, and he was trying to blow O's. And I read about lots of description where he lives, and I read some hard reading, that's for sure. One connection I can make with this book is I'm short, and the main character is short too. So that's a connection I can make. When I think about this book, I think that there's going to be a dwarf in this book. I think that there will be a big adventure. I think that some people will die. I know that this book is a hard read. I feel like Bilbo is going to get trained for some reason, maybe to fight some orcs or something. Maybe it's similar to Lord of the Rings, because that's what some people said. I know. How do I feel about these events? I feel like it's going to be interesting, but a hard read. Thank you for listening, and that was my reflection. Sincerely, Damien. Bye. Hello, my name is Nolan. Today I read The Red Pyramid, written by Rick Riordan. I read approximately 30 pages today, and I've been reading this book for around six weeks, but I've only been reading one day a week, and I skipped two weeks due to our winter break. If what is table in five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at four, because it explains it's explained more than it did last time, but it, it hasn't been any more action yet, but I feel like the action is soon to come. The name of the protagonists in this book are Carter and Sadie Kane. They are teenagers and both children of two lines of powerful magicians. Carter has dark skin and Sadie has light skin with red highlights in her hair. In today's reading, Amos explained to them that they are children of magicians and they have to use their protected headdress when they sleep so they don't go to Duat. That's another thing to explain. Then Amos has to leave them to see what Seth is doing in Phoenix and tells them that they're not supposed to go into the library and not to leave the house. They then, of course, go into the library. And they find out about the demon days and about Seth and his siblings and his parents and what they have to do. One connection I can make with this book is uh, to another book is Percy Jackson because they are both children of powerful people in their mythology. Uh, in that case, it was Greek. In this, it's uh, Egyptian. And people have to explain to them what's going on. When I think about this book, I... I think about other books written by the same author based on the writing style and how they both involve mythical gods. 
Love books are Percy Jackson. These books are Ma Percy Jackson and Magnus Chase. I think that they will have to tell Amos about what they found out, out and have to go and stop Seth before he can summon another storm and destroy North America like he did with the Sahara Desert. I feel that there will be a spike in the action coming up soon based on there hasn't been much action yet. I feel like they will go on a quest to get their mom and dad back, but but they will fail and try again, and that's how they'll write another book about. I also think that it said it's going to come to uh, where they are currently in New York and try to attack them before they can stop his plans. That is my reflection on the Red Pyramid. Hello, my name is Evan, and today I read Avengers Infinity War The Cosmic Quest by Brandon T. Snyder. I read approximately pages 31 to 44, and about five or six weeks. This is a five for me because it is Marvel, and I'm getting to an epic part in the book. The name of the protagonist is The Collector. He is, and... The description of this character is, he is demanding, smart, and a detective, I would say, in my own words. Three unique events that happened was that the Collector went to a portal with a dog named Spored. The Collector wanted to know if there was anything else that is a treasure to him, and the Collector thinks he should kill a guy that is not helpful. One connection I made with this book is the Avengers Infinity War movie. It has the same plot, except there may be some things that there is in, in, that there is in the book that is not in the movie, and that the movie has special features, bonus features, than in the book that the chapter just ends and doesn't have bonus chapters. What I think about the book, I I feel like that Brandon puts a lot of effort in this book to make it seem like a second part to the movie. I think that the book will have a suspicious suspicious ending like example the gauntlet was was there but then i i thought to myself that that it was going to be the road to avengers infinity war there must be a thanos in the book or one like him i'm really confused at this point because i feel like the collector is about to kill the guy because he was being so helpful to him i predict that the gauntlet will be destroyed but in the movie, it doesn't. Hello, my name is Leo. Today I read Mind Wars, written by Andrew Clavan. I read approximately 25 pages, and I've been reading this book for about two weeks. If uh, I would rate this book at 5, because it is a very good book, full of action and an interesting plot. The name of the protagonist in this book is Rick Dahl. He is a former high school football player who has lost his legs in an accident. In today's reading, Jonathan Mars has threatened to kill the Traveler as he's going to tell his work to Kuroda. In the realm, Rick battles Riza and defeats him. He then goes on to bring down the fortress and Kuroda's mind with it, within it. One connection I can make with this book is with Tomb Quest, as in both books, characters are forced to make hard decisions. When I think about this book, I think about how hard Rick's life must be. I know the dangers of going into the realm. I feel that the Traveler is very brave, not to flinch at all when a gun is pointed at him. I 
think that it's really hard not to give in to fear while face fighting a brutal assassin like Riza. I know that Rick is also very brave. Hello, I'm student number four. Today I read Equal Strike. This book is written by Anthony Horowitz. I read approximately 47 pages today, and I've been reading this book for about two days. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book a four because it's really interesting. There's a lot of action, but the plot isn't as neat as I would like it to be, and there's a whole lot happening. The name of the protagonist in this book is Alex Ryder. He is a 14-year-old schoolboy who works as a spy for M16 after his uncle passed away. In today's reading, Alex was on a vacation with Sabrina and her parents. Everything was going to plan until her dad was hurt in a bombing. Alex soon discovers that Yasin um, and a world-famous pop star, Sir Damien Cray, were behind the bombing. Alex tells M16 about the whole situation, but they don't believe Alex. So he decides to go after them on his own. One connection I can make with this book is Mad Dogs because they both talk about an assassin. I think Alex was hesitant to tell Sabrina's mom, but the police apparently already told her that Alex thinks he wasn't killed by a gas leak. I thought Alex would try to convince his mom that it wasn't true, or her mom, that it wasn't true. I feel like even if Sabrina's mom is going to sue all the ones she thinks are responsible, she might get captured along with Sabrina to threaten to do what they want. I feel like, or I felt like, they were going to take Alex when they had the chance. I predict that they will take Sabrina's family away to keep Alex's mouth shut. Hello, my name is Zach. Today I read Hood. This book was written by Lawhead. I read approximately uh, 43 pages. I've been reading this book for about one week. Um, I would rate this book a 4 out of 10, I mean 5, because it's pretty engaging, there's lots of details. But the reason I didn't mark it as 5 is because I feel like some parts of the book move a bit too slowly. The name of the protagonist in this book is Bran. He is a person who is really prone to getting angry easily and is short fuse. In today's reading, Bran saw two young girls, like five or six, and then they were holding a basket of eggs between them, carrying them to the market, and then a guard chucked the eggs onto the ground, so then he throws the guard into a river, and then the other one runs away. Then his friend gets killed by these England guys, and Bran gets held hostage by them, and then, yeah. One connection I can make with this book is uh, I felt mad at a rule that my parent made, even though it was possibly good for me, like Bran did when his father made a rule. Um, when I think of this book, I think of Robin Hood because of the word hood and how that the author said it was kind of based off of Robin Hood, but I haven't really gotten to the part where it's like Robin Hood right now. It's basically just setting up the story, I think. Um... I feel it was unfair that the English just came into Bran's place, like his mm, country, after killing his father and his warband when they were like 
is trying to become like friends with them basically they're like signing a treaty but then they just killed them yeah Hello, my name is Jeremiah. Today I read the book The Long Way Home by Andrew Calvin. <coughs> I read approximately 16 pages, but I just started this book today. I rate this book a 5 because I had amazing action in the beginning of the book, and I'm very excited to read what's next. The, na the main character's name is Charlie West. He's a hunted criminal with people wanting to kill him. People search for him, and he, and he's needing to find great escapes from those parameters. Basically, he's very bad. He's done really bad things, and he's trying to get it. He's trying to escape from all those people. But I haven't really read that much of the details. In today's reading, Charlie was in a library bathroom when he got attacked by a killer with a knife. It was a it, it was an intense battle, but. Charlie outsmarted him and knocked him up with the edge of the sink. He checked the, the fallen killer's pockets and found $200 and a key to a motorcycle. He escaped from all the cops and went on a street, wait, a street race against them. I haven't finished reading the part, but I'm really excited to see what happens when, like, if he gets away from the cops or if he gets caught or something something happens. One connection that I can make from this book is that once I saw a street race from the car to the cops, it was very scary. And it probably took a lot of guts for the guy to go against the cops. Like I was in a car and I saw, I know I wasn't in the car. I was outside like walking on the street walk. And then I, saw this car racing going so fast that the car was behind it. It was so, it was kind of scary, but kind of like cool as well. I'm, I was, I'm scared for Charlie because he might get badly hurt by gunshots by the cops or an accident of him falling off the motorcycle. I'm very impressed that he isn't going to stop unless he gets away or trapped. I felt a gush of, I, I felt a gush of intense feeling when I was reading this book and when he was describing all those events. And I'm worried for what happens next because it might be really bad and I'm excited to read more. Um, today I read Point Blank by Anthony Horwitz. I read approximately 46 pages. I've been reading this book for about one block, which is like 45 minutes. Um, and so if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, how would you rate this book? I would rate it a two because my type of book is more of a mystery or a romance, not really a kind of like a science fiction. The name of the protagonist in the book is Alex Ryder. Um, he, this book reminds me of the Mission Impossible because he is a spy by himself trying to fight bad people. And when I think about this book, I 
I kind of think about someone who is just doing their best to find good or bad, but I just can't really think it's good, good because it's just really fake. And then how do I feel about these events? And I kind of think this book is a really fake scenario, and I prefer real-life stories. And it's um, he's probably going to save the day, which is about a lot of comics books. And yeah, that's it. Bye. Hello, my name is Sam. Today I read Drifter's War, written by William C. Dietz. I read approximately 21 pages. I've been reading this book for about one and a half weeks. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book as a four, because it has good action and good story, but is a bit slow for my liking. The name of the protagonist is Picked Lando. He is a smuggler, though he doesn't really act like one. He seems too nice to be a smuggler. In today's reading, the second Ronian, the bad guys, took role of Four's baby. She is one of the constructs, which is the natural, which is the um primitive people of the planet or whatever and a way so that they could force her to find god which is the person that instructs her though it's actually a machine that instructs her whole nation though she then finds the headquarters for the resistance where they help her to and train her at that time the leaders of the resistance want to give the second ronian the location of god which yeah, so that they will be super confused and will not know how to react because God is apparently everywhere and woven into the whole planet and like all his parts are like cities and stuff. And they thought that Roll of Four would be able would be good because then she would get her baby back and it would be a good way for them to tell them where God is. And then one connection that I can make to this book is that it's kind of like Star Wars. It is like Star Wars because this title sounds like it and the main characters has the same name as one of the characters in Star Wars. And also the space travel makes me think about it. When I think about this book, I feel angry because the second Ronians are jerks and just can't leave other planets alone. They also have, they feel like they have to invade them and take control of them. Also, I feel angry because the second Ronians, when they invade, are cruel and do not care about anything other than their own personal gain. I think that it is cool that the author of the book was able to make a smuggler into such a kind and loving character when smugglers are usually bad. I feel sad when reading this book because the second Ronian are so cruel and one of the constructs betrays her own kind to the second Ronian. And I think that I need to read books that aren't so cruel. Hello, my name is Leo. Today I read Mind Wars, written by Andrew Clavan. I read approximately 25 pages and I've been reading this book for about two weeks. If uh, I would rate this book at 5 because it is a very good book, full of action and interesting plot. The name of the protagonist in this book is Rick Dahl. He is a former high school football player who has lost his legs in an accident. In today's reading, Jonathan Mars has threatened to kill the Traveler as he's going to tell his work to Kurodar. In the realm, Rick battles Riza and defeats him. He then goes on to bring down the fortress and Kurodar's mind with it, within it. One connection I can make with this book is with Tomb Quest, as in both books, characters are forced to make hard decisions. When I think about this book, I think about how hard Rick's life must be. 
I know the dangers of going into the room. I feel that the traveler is very brave, not to flinch at all when a gun is pointed at him. I think that it's really hard not to give in to fear while face fighting a brutal assassin like Riza. I know that Rick is also very brave. Uh, hello, my name is Jeremy Nip, and today I read Divergent by Veronica Roth. I read approximately 80 pages, and I've been reading this book for about one week. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, <laughs> I would read this book at four because it seems very enticing, and the way that the author wrote it feels like it, a way out of listing the I events that happen. Okay, the name of the protagonist in this book is Beatrice slash Tris. She is in the Dauntless faction of the story and is one of the nine so that, that, to ha that have to pass the faction test to get into the faction. In today's reading, Triss has gotten into tests for getting into the faction of Dauntless. She has gotten into a training fight and, and, has, gotten, and has gotten a few major injuries such as a few blows to the face, which has resulted, which has resulted in a black eye and a large bloody nose. And the last event that occurred was where they had taken a train to somewhere for the next part in training. Okay, one connection that I can make with this book is that I don't like to fight people just like Tris, but if I have to, then I will for self-defense. Okay, uh, what I think about this book, I think that something will happen in this next part of the training. I felt that Eric had no sympathy, sympathy for anybody. I think that Eric had no sympathy for anybody because he may have lost somebody close to him in the past. Or I think that in the next part of the story, somebody will die. I think that Eric and Thor have have di have have very different perspectives on how the Dauntless should operate. Ah, thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Jenna, and today I read the book called Whatever by Anne Walsh. Today I read approximately sixteen pages, and I've been reading this book for about two weeks. But this is my like third time reading it because. We usually read it every Thursday, and then I read it one day on a Saturday. And if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this at a four. Because the author is so descriptive when she writes, I also like how the author uses a lot of adjectives. And she writes as if you were in the situation of the protagonist. The name of the protagonist in this book is Dara. She is a teenager in high school who loves acting. However, her attitude isn't the greatest, and she makes poor decisions. In today's reading... As the Regisitive Stories Justice Circle is almost wrapping up, Dara gets a service that she needs to do after she pulled the fire alarm. Mrs. Johnson, who is a person that got injured when Dara pulled the fire alarm, says that she needs to help Mrs. Johnson do her chores around her house for 56 hours. When Mrs. Johnson takes Dara in her house, instead of taking her to her garden to clean up, she takes her upstairs where everything is like the book and the movie The Wizard of Oz. One connection I can make with this book is The Land of the Stories, The Wishing Spell. I can make a connection with this book because there are two normal kids living in a normal world until their grandma takes them into a land where everything is exactly like fairy tale stories. This reminds me of when Dara goes upstairs at Mrs. Johnson's house and everything is set up like the Wizard of Oz. When I think about this book, I can just feel how Dara does not want to be spending five hours each week helping Mrs. Johnson with chores in a creepy house. I think that Dara will actually not be doing many chores, but instead Mrs. Johnson taking her somewhere cool. Also, I think that Dara and Miss Johnson will share connections and enjoy spending time together. Hello, my name is Rochelle, and today I read The Maze Runner by James Dashner. 
I read approximately 64 pages, and I've been reading the book for a month and a half, but with Christmas break in between, I was reading during that time. So really, I've only read this book, this is my fourth time. Uh, I, I, one is terrible, and five is incredibly awesome. I would rate this book still at a four because it's very different than other books and has lots of plot twists and things that are unexplained, so you have a lot of space to come up with the endings of your own. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas. He's an important person, and the leaders think uh, he is somehow related to the last person they got through their box, which I will explain a little bit later. In today's reading, there were three unique events that I will go over. The first one is that there was a box um, given to them. There's one every month, but this time there it was two in two days, and the person inside of it was a girl, whereas all the other ones were boys. The second thing that happened is Thomas recognizes the girl, but he doesn't know why he does. He feels a connection to her, but he can't actually put her face to anything in his memory. The third thing is that Thomas learns that the runners go to a cement like house after they run, and he just realized now that that room is where they write down the maze while they still remember it. But the maze, but but the maze changes every day, which makes it harder for them to be able to get out of the maze, which is why they've been doing this for over two years. One connection I can make to this book and another book or a movie is that the girl almost seems like a robot. When she gets out of the box, she they think she's dead. But then when they realize she's not dead, she sits up like a robot and then goes down back with a robot with her hand fixed up with the paper inside that says she's the last one box to ever come. Um, it's almost like Iron Man because it's, the way she moves is very mechanic. When I think about this book, a personal connection I can make is the fact that he can't remember, like, certain people's faces. Sometimes I forget some things and I'm trying to remember, oh, who said this? Like, what happened here? And I'm just trying to remember what happened. Um... So, I'm just going to say some, like, five sentences on, you know, what I think or what I feel about the story. So, I predict that Thomas will become a runner in the maze. I think that the girl who came through the box is his sister or his girlfriend or someone who is in relation to him before he forgot everything. I think the girl um, looks like Thomas because I briefly remember in the beginning of the book them saying that Thomas has black hair and green eyes and he said that the girl had black hair and like white skin. I don't think he said her color of his eyes, but um, then when one of the leaders was saying, are you, and he got cut off, so I think he might have been saying, are you related to her? So I think the leaders think that they, Thomas and then the girl are related. I predict that Thomas will become a new leader and that he will be important and that he will be um, helping them get through the maze because of this girl and everything. And I think that the new girl will be one of the most important people and that's why she's the last one and also why she's a girl which is different. Like they just, they didn't give like randomly girl boy but the, she's the only girl. And that she will help Thomas and together they will figure out the maze and get them uh, to get a way out of their be able to see the outside world. Thank you for listening. This has been Rochelle talking about The Maze Runner by da James Dashner. Hello, my name is Zach. Today I read The Scorched Trials, written by James Dashner. I read approximately 25 to 30 pages, and I've been reading this book for a, about two weeks now. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a 4.5. 
because so far, I really love it and I love how they're developing the characters. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas. He is a he is a great glader who is now a brave glader who has now been set to be killed by others. He is very brave and a good runner in the maze. In today's reading, there was a big sound alarm that made them almost made them go crazy. Also, they didn't have food for three days and nearly starved. After that, at almost death, a person showed up, and and so did a lot of food. And the person was wearing all white, and was um, and was not saying anything. And, and between them and there, they're about twelve feet away, and there was an invisible barrier that they could not go by, and that made them really confused. One connection I can make with this book is it's like a prison escape movies because they're trapped inside and they don't know where they are and they're trying to escape or wait for something next to happen. When I think about this book, I feel like I would die if I'd go three days without food, even though I know you can survive, but I feel like it'd be really bad. I'd be really amazed at the invisible wall because that's just crazy, like feeling an invi- like feeling a wall like it's there, but it's you can't see it at all. I don't like how it's hinting at Teresa being a traitor because she was really cool in the first book, and I don't want her to become bad. And I feel like the noise, the big noise that it was describing, would drive me insane because one time I was at the mall, and a fire alarm or some sort of alarm went off, although it was false, but it was this blaring really high alarm that gave me like a really bad headache for a while after uh thank you for listening to me hello my name is gabriel today i read h2o written by virginia bergen i read approximately 12 pages i've been reading this book for about three weeks if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome i would probably rate this book at a four because it doesn't make sense in some areas The name of the protagonist in this book is a girl named Ruby, and she is very shy and is a teenager, so you already know how that is. In today's reading, Ruby was let out of the closet that she had been locked in because her parents thought that she might have the virus. Another thing that happened was that her mom and little brother had died because they had been touched by the rain, and it had seeped into their skin. One more thing that happened was that Her and her stepdad would check the internet, cell phones, landlines, and the TV every hour just to see if there would be a warning. One connection that I can make with this book is that it is like the sci-fi end-of-the-world classical movie that I think everyone is interested in at my age. It is like every other movie and book that I have seen because I watch these types of movies and read these books a lot. I I like the the end-of-the-world type of books because they put you at the edge of your seat instead of comfort you. When I think about this book, I feel like it is actually me who is in the story because of how the author pictures it in your head. I think that this book really does remind me of what the world would be like if this rain actually did fall from the sky. I think that this book would be better be- get better because it is like they are fighting against the world to survive. I really feel like the book will be good because from right now it is good and there are about 20, two, 200 more pages left. Hello, my name is B.A.T, and today I read The Corruptible. 
written by Mark Meinher. I read approximately 37 pages, and I've been reading about this book for just one week. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a solid four because the story is easy to follow. Get descriptions of every character that is important, such as one character comes from an Asian background and is in charge of a DNA lab. The name of the protagonist in this book is Wei Quinn. He is a private investigator who was in charge of finding originally a person named Logan Ramsey, but is now looking for the murderer, who killed Logan, as mentioned. So far, we know that the protagonist, Ray, gave some of us a co-worker a task to find the main person. While that we know that Krivas is still a rookie trying to finish a test or exam to be a full-time detective and cop. While that, we understand that Logan Ramsey was found, but instead of being found alive, was found dead. Ray Quinn arrives at the scene with his other friend Oscar and finds some clues. With that, we know that person is most likely, as mentioned, a woman, as there was people who were witnessing a woman leaving at the scene really early. Wait. One connection I can make with this book is if we survive. Okay, this is most likely going to be an obvious reason, but the reason I'm mentioning it is if we survive and this book, The Corruptible, has a lot of things that can connect. A lot of people, instead of just one, were murdered because they took an asset. In other words, citizens that were in the book disobeyed a group of people who were trying to overcome the government and were killed, even children. While that, we see a corpse. This relates as both characters that were killed were important, one for stealing assets, another trying to prevent the conflict. When I think of about, okay, I'm gonna say that again. When I think about this book, I liked how they mentioned as last time, a lot of detail. A good one was there was a specific time where they mentioned a really described version of a cockroach in the KFC bucket, which was odd to put a lot of effort describing the place. What I disliked though, was mainly just the fact that the main character that we were supposed to find was just killed off easily. I think that this book is making Rayquin seem very powerful to us, as he's a good setting for the police. He has many things related with the police in many ways, as a private investigator. I believe that this book should be more open, as Rayquin, even though as the main character, feels like a really important one, as everyone feels really useless in the book. Listening about the victim, it didn't felt Logan Ramsey was important in the book at all. Which makes no sense, as he's the conflict, yet not much information about him except he was an ex-cop, and no reasons why he left.
Hey guys, my name is Ethan. Uh, today, I read the book called Undergrounders by David Scooby. I read approximately 100 pages today. And yeah, I just uh, signed the book out today. So it's kind of like the beginning of the book. Uh, one's terrible, five's incredibly awesome. I'd rate this book to five because it's really exciting. Yeah, I'll describe it in a sec. Uh, the name of the protagonist in this book is Jonathan. He's about 12 years or so. Uh, 12 years old or so. Uh, he's a, a boy whose mom died, and now he has to live on the streets, hawking money from people to try and barely survive on anything every day. Uh, what else? He lives in a secret place with other homeless kids called the Undergrounders. So yeah, the place is like kind of called the Undergrounders, or the Underground, pardon me. Uh, his saving grace was hockey. And like, yeah, so I'll describe it. Like in today's reading, uh, he stole a bunch of hockey equipment from the nearby sporting goods store and then goes to the nearby rink, just starts, like, you know, fooling around kind of thing. Uh, and then he met a couple street kids, uh, like, kids from the underground. And then, uh, like, after playing with them a couple times, uh, the street kids then invite Jonathan to join their hockey team. And it's kind of like, that's probably where my reading ended. Uh, one connection I can make with this book is Jonathan living on his own, barely anything to eat. And, like, just, like, barely getting by, like, starving every day. Um, it kind of reminds me of people that live on the streets begging for money and food. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, the one connection that I make. Uh, when I think about this book, I think the author did a pretty good job describing Jonathan's life on the streets. And I also think he did a good job of describing all of the characters in the story, like, like uh, where they're from and stuff. Not where they're from, but, I mean, like, kind of, like like, the basic description, like, like hair and eyes and stuff like steel blue eyes kind of description thing um i think there should be a sequel to this book and yeah i recommend anyone who hasn't read this book should do so in fact how about you turn this off and go read undergrounders right now all right uh maybe not turn it off but yeah i, re I recommend this book and yeah thanks for listening My name is Jerry. Today I read Divergent. I read approximately 33 pages. I've been reading this book for about a week now. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I will rate this book at 3.5. Because the more I read, the more I'm interested in what kind of person B-Rise will develop into. The name of the protagonist in this book is B-Rise Pryor. She is brave and a curious person. In today's reading, on the way back from the test, she walked into a factionless person. At the end of the conversation, he said, choose wisely, little girl. Beatrice came back home hiding which vaccines she had from her brother and parents. At the day of the ceremony, Beatrice was very nervous and unsure which vaccine to choose between dauntless or abnegation. When the time her brother came up, surprisingly he chose Eurodite. One connection I can make from this book is that this book is very similar to The Giver, both with a dystopian setting. When I think about this book, I felt sad that all of the faction before the age of 16 had to live in so much restrictions and trying to fit in. I think that every person must have been in a lot of pressure to take the test because one decision will determine your friends believe the way you live.
I think being erudite will be very stressful and hard because all they do is study. I predict in the future, Beat Rice will be one of the most influential and powerful person in the Dauntless faction. I think Caleb's decision to join Eurodite is a bold choice considering his parents doesn't really approve of Eurodite. Thank you for listening. You just heard from 19 8th graders about the books they're reading and the connections they're making. We're getting better at this recording business, and I hope to bring you more reviews in next week's show. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know at Mr. KV on Twitter. And thanks so much for listening to the Great Expectations Podcast.